This is the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where it's all about getting the information you need from successful leading marketers to build and grow your digital marketing agency. Brought to you by Inamur Shafir, founder and CEO of Umbrella, the technology platform and brand that is powering thousands of marketing agencies around the country. Find him at UmbrellaUS.com. And now, here's your host, Inamar Shafir. Welcome to the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where we talk with successful marketing experts of ways to build and grow a digital marketing agency. My guest today is a content marketing maven. He's an Amazon bestselling author of Content Inc., Killing Marketing, and Epic Content Marketing, which was named must-read business books by Fortune Magazine. He has founded four companies, including content creation news site, The Tilt, as well as the Content Marketing Institute. He now has a new live event that we're going to talk about as well. He received the Lifetime Achievement Award by the Content Console. His podcast series, The Old Marketing with Robert Rose, has millions of downloads from over 150 con- countries. Uh, he's been on the show before. I'm super excited to talk with him again. I want to say hello to Mr. Joe Paluzzi. It's, hey, Joe. Uh, it's, it's great to be back. Uh, we must have done something well the first time because you're having me back. So thankful. <laughs> for that first off last time you were here here you were awesome uh content marketing is a huge question mark for marketers you know digital marketing agencies most of the people that are listening to this and how to deal with it it's a lot of work or who do you buy it from or how do you do it for yourself and how do you do it for your client and you know it's easy to create excuse me for the language shitty content uh non-stop but it's hard to create something that people like engage and convert mm-hmm. uh, and you gave a lot of tips but the reason you're here again today and I told you is yeah. because you actually touched on something new in the creator economy which is newish which is sure. uh, the ecosystem of nfts and the related crypto and creator coin and everything around that so before we dive into that and I want to start with how you did it for the tilt maybe you can just tell the audience in a brief way, what is the creator economy? It's, it's a vague, you know, esoteric sentence. And what does it mm-hmm. mean? Um, I like to use the term, the content entrepreneur. And I think that if you think about what that means, that's kind of this new wave of what we're seeing in the internet today. We're seeing a, a wave of new businesses, content creators, I think a lot of people think of, oh, it's a, it's a blogger, it's a YouTuber, it's a TikToker. It might be a hobby, it might not. I think what we're seeing is the fastest growing uh, group of jobs in the world are mm-hmm. content creators who are trying to build their own businesses. And this is this whole new engine within the internet called the creator economy, where you've got uh, business owners that are trying to create new business models by building an audience first, how do I build it? Whether that, that could be a blog, that could be a podcast, it could be on Twitch, it could be on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook group, whatever the case is. But you build that audience and then you create a business model around that. We talked about some of that last time. How do you generate revenue from this audience? Do you do it like a media company does, and advertising and events and premium content or something like that? Or do you do content marketing initiatives, if you will, where you have, uh, I'm going to try new, drive new products and services. I'm going to be, create more loyal customers. I'm going to create better customers, whatever the case is. That's sort of, okay, great. We've got these content creators. Now you've got this whole thing called uh, web three, 
where you've got the token and you've got these this new technology called non-fungible tokens and fungible tokens and we can get into some of that <laughs> and it's all crazy and a lot of people especially marketers are trying to figure out you know what's in this for me what what makes sense yeah completely so would you talking about the different creators right you have people we have people do webinars podcasts writing would you also consider singers in that like uh music creators um i look at that as sort of the I, that artists i treat a little bit differently now if you're an artist if let's say that you're a musician and you build um an audience on let's say youtube or instagram and build that digital audience first because that's the that's the key behind the creator economy and a constant mm -hmm. entrepreneur is building a digital audience could a singer do that absolutely could an artist do that absolutely yeah so there's a lot of stuff going on like if, if you look at some of the nfts that are going on right now on OpenSea, you could say oh well wow that artist is doing amazing work well does that make that person part of the creator economy for me not necessarily are they building a digital audience are they mm -hmm. building a business model around that those are all the different tenets of being you know a content entrepreneur if you will so the answer is yes and no depending on you know how they want to move forward you don't have to you could be a singer and you could go uh sing wherever you want to sing and and you might have a little newsletter and and things might be great for you or you could build a massive digital audience and you can monetize not only by performing live, but you could sell courses online. You could do consultations online. You could sell your NFTs to your digital yeah. audience because uh, music NFTs are going to be huge. So there's a lot of different things there. So let's, let's just for the people who don't completely follow NFTs and crypto. So NFT, what is it? And so there's, there's two types of tokens. One is a, so first of all, you have this thing called the blockchain. So the blockchain is on the internet and it's a public general ledger, if you will, where everyone can see everyone else's activity. So the, the, the thing that people think of is, is Bitcoin. Bitcoin was kind of the OG, if you will, of tokens. And it's a currency and uh, it's got a great community and great network effect. So that's there. And now you've got all sorts of other tokens going on out there. Um, and they're used in different ways. And that's where a lot of people are confused. So first of all, if you look at fungible tokens, for example, our company, The Tilt, has a fungible token. A fungible token is like a dollar. Like I can give you a dollar, you can give me back a different dollar. It's all the same. There, there's no difference between any of these dollars. The same thing with a fungible token. There's no difference. I can trade you Bitcoin and we don't care. One Bitcoin is one Bitcoin. We, we don't care about that. So uh, we have a social token, a creator coin called tilt coin. It's the same thing. So if you have a hundred tilt coin or somebody else has a hundred tilt coin, they're all the same. Mm -hmm. NFTs, non-fungible tokens, every token is unique. So that's where, if you saw the craze going on uh, about uh, selling some of these art JPEGs, yeah. if you will, every one of those that are being sold are different. It's a different image. It's a different picture. Well, if you the craziness of that bubble with NFTs going on where people were paying a lot of money for all these art JPEGs and you had people selling his art collection for $69 million. That's, that was sort of phase point one, if you will, of NFTs. Now we're getting into where you're looking at what, what um, access and membership in NFTs. And that's what really gets me excited about what's going on in NFTs where uh, you could buy an NFT and get access to an event, 
uh, you could uh, have an NFT like um, Board Ape Yacht Club is interesting because at first you thought, oh, it's just a picture of an ape. But what you really are, you're part of a club. Mm -hmm. You get in membership, you get access to different events. Um, there's another uh, NFT project out there called Pool Suite, where you could be Pool Suite executive member. So if you have that NFT that you paid whatever for, in anywhere in any major city, you can get into these really chic clubs and things like that. So it's just, yes, it's membership, but you actually own this non-fungible token on the blockchain. You're the only one that can prove you own it. You can take it with you anywhere in the world. And if you want to, you could sell it. Uh, on, on a secondary marketplace like OpenSea, and there's value there. So th there's a lot of new business models there. We haven't even gotten there yet. I mean, we could talk about like some, some of what we're doing for our uh, event creator economy expo, but, um, but it's sort of, Hey, it's right before us. What do you, what do you want to create for marketers? I think the opportunity is around a rewards program, a loyalty program, things like that. I think that what you're going to see is Whereas let's say you have the Starbucks rewards program now and they use dollars or points. I think all that in the future is going to be tokens. I think you'll be getting, you'll get tokens like Starbucks tokens in some way. You'll be able to use those Starbucks tokens to buy coffee, to buy other things from Starbucks. You can trade those tokens in for other currency, for other tokens, for other money. You can use them to do all sorts of things. And I think that's where a lot of people are thinking, hey, is this a currency? Is it not? Uh, the answer is sort of yes. I mean, it can be whatever it wants to be, but the difference is the audience person has ownership in it. So that's the difference. If you're, everyone's thinking, so what? We can do all these things without the token. The difference is the audience member can own this thing. They can own this token. They can do what they want with it. If I would sell a membership as a media company or as a marketer to one of my audience members, if it's just a regular membership, I can change the rules at any time. What's to prove that they have that membership? Is it they, did they sign up on an email on a site? What do they do? If they have the NFT, they can do whatever they want. I can't take that back from them once I give that to them, once they buy that, once they mint that. So it opens up a lot of opportunity for not just a community member being you know part of your whatever you're trying to build. It's that they actually have control over this and they sort of co-create this thing with you. But what's, okay, so what's the functional element of this? You're saying, okay, now I own this and I can prove it. Yeah. How, for example, or let's say I want to go, like you said, the, the, the example with the club, I have that NFT that gives me access to clubs. Yeah. I own it. Yes. Uh, or let's say I even own with that NFT, a point of the club. Yeah. Let's say somebody, you know, NFT the club. Uh, what, is it on my phone? Yeah. Do yeah. I show so, it to somebody? Yeah. So good question. So um, everyone has a digital wallet. Uh, a lot of people use MetaMask for that. So you might use a MetaMask wallet or a Coinbase wallet to keep track of all of your NFTs. And you have this on your phone and you have a, a probably a very complex password to get into this so that people can't hack it in any way. And then you would go and say, oh, here it is. And it's just probably looks like a QR code or some other ticket or other scannable ticket. It, a lot of people do it differently. Like for CEX, what we're doing is you own the NFT for your, we call them never ending tickets, but then you have to go online and then register for the event separately. So we're very old school with ours. 
but we wanted yeah. to do it that way because we're trying to figure this out just like everyone else. But yeah, but in a lot of like in pool suite case for that one, yeah, you just have it on your phone. You go in, I've got it. Great. Wonderful. I'm in. So okay. and I think that's what we're going to see. I mean, basically we've seen it already, right? Everybody lives on with their phone, all your data, everything, your connection to everything is with your phone. The same thing will be with your digital wallet and you'll be able to do whatever you want to with NFTs as well. And how does the legal verification work? So let's say, for example, there is, you know, Sotheby's and they have a Rembrandt and they now NFT the Rembrandt and they sold the NFT of the Rembrandt for $10 million. And now I own the NFT. Mm -hmm. How, what's the legal authority or what's the legal recourse for me as the owner to say, you know, hey, I really own it in case somebody else says he owns it. And now I need to, you know, to, to, to go to court. What's the legal infrastructure for all this? This podcast is brought to you by Umbrella. Have an agency? Check out UmbrellaUS.com to grow it today. If you, if you own, the, if you own the, the digital key for that NFT, you own it. You can prove it. You've got it on, you've got it on you. You've got the password to get in. You've got the, the whatever, the 32-digit code. Uh, you can get to that. You can access it. So it's just like you have the key to your car. It's the same thing. I could say, I own my, if somebody comes up to your car and says, I own that car. And you say, uh, well, where's your key? Like, I don't have the key. Well, I have the key. Must be my car. Say, same kind Maybe. of thing. <laughs> Maybe, I guess, if they took the key off you. But that's the thing is, I mean, there's, so you have to make sure that you keep these things safe. There is a lot of people, you know, bad, horrible stories about people losing um, their wallets or their NFTs because they got hacked and that's because they leave their password online somewhere or they fell for some Ponzi or, or phishing scheme. And uh, unfortunately, that happened with the start of the internet. It's going on right now. There's a lot of money to be made doing that. And so so that's there. Like, and, and legally, I don't know how, I mean, I haven't seen any cases at this point. I mean, you can easily prove that you own something. I have some NFTs. I can say here's my digital wallet i have actually on my digital wallet it's joepolizzi.eth i have the domain it says it right there uh and i think that more and more when we think about sort of our our social lives where i've got at joepolizzi on twitter and i've got at joepolizzi on linkedin you're going to start to see that with your digital lives where you will keep them and and you might send somebody out and say hey that's all my stuff that's my gallery of NFTs, or these are all the things that I have. And this is part of me because, you know, I don't want to, you know, this, we shouldn't get into the metaverse on this or anything or what, what Mark Zuckerberg wants to do, but we're going to a place where our digital goods are going to be worth probably as much or more uh, than our real goods than our real stuff. And, and we're, we're living more of our lives online. So you're going to start to, I mean, Let's get really crazy. Look what's happening on Sandbox and Decentraland. I mean, somebody paid on Sandbox, which is sort of a, um, a, a little centralized metaverse, if you will, centralized land. Somebody just paid $450,000 to have a little plot of land next to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So crazy <laughs> bubble times. Absolutely. I will totally admit to there's some nutty things going on, but this is here to stay. There's something here. Does that mean that you as a marketer and your brand that you're going to need to set up shop somewhere online? Like we talked about second life back 20 years ago. Yeah. We might be at that point now 
where, I mean, you're seeing that happen. You've got Adidas and Nike, and you've got a lot of the fashion stores that are building their outlets online. And, um, you know, it's happening. And I think that right now, my advice to everyone, don't, I don't want them to get, it's very overwhelming. I've been in, I've been down the rabbit hole here for way over a year, and I'm still trying to learn this thing and trying to figure it out. My recommendation to any marketer is get yourself a MetaMask digital wallet, go on to OpenSea, buy a cheap NFT, something that maybe you like, spend $100 for it or something, go through the process. You know, you have to obviously fund your wallet with Ethereum, with ETH. That's the sort of the currency of the web. There's other ones, but that's the majority one used. And then figure out the process and be like, oh, okay, great. I've got an NFT. That's, it seemed daunting. It wasn't so bad. Right. And maybe you'll buy a social token. Maybe you'll buy, I mean, then you start getting into it. You build your portfolio and you start getting more accustomed to it. You learn how to keep your things safe and you learn what the benefits will be for your brand. And do you think NFTs will be relevant also for, um, for things like, for example, uh, funnels? Okay. There are a lot of marketers selling funnels and buying funnels online, uh, webinar funnels, uh, funnels specifically for real estate agents. Yep. In a funnel, you know, it's, it's a function of uh, several things. You have the ad, you have the copy, you have the ad budget, you have the targeting, you have some sort of landing page that converts, you have uh, several items that are connected to it. Yep. And let's say I have 10 of those. Can I create an NFT for, you know, a real estate funnel? and sell it to somebody else? Is it even, is there a reason to do that? You, so once you build your community and you say, okay, well, what val what more value can I bring? Cause that's what you're really talking about. Then you could say, okay, well, what's, what's the place for social tokens, creator coins or, or NFTs. You really have to think about the value of the user first, just like, by the way, just like content marketing. Mm -hmm. What's it for them first, and then if you do that well, then then great. So I I would I would say um, there is an opportunity, but you definitely don't want to rush into it. What I what I can say from firsthand, and this is what blew me away, and probably why I got so far down the rabbit hole in this thing. When when we launched Tillcoin, which is our created our non fungible to token, I was like, okay, I want to figure out this model. Is there something here? What, what, what's the, what will be the draw for people? Will they really want to get their token? Like, what will they do? What's the behavior change? Cause I'm all about behavior change. Mm -hmm. So when we started to com complete this program and send out Tillcoin, what I found out, because we have it all in our referral system. So basically you sign up for the, our email newsletter. Then if you do all the things right, you get $5 in Tillcoin, and then you can get more by doing some other stuff. What I found out that those people that own Tillcoin are the most loyal members of our community. They're so excited to be, they feel like they have part ownership in the community. They, um, so from that standpoint, if you're thinking about a funnel, if you think about, okay, I could create something that's of real value that they feel like they own, that has some value to them in many different ways, it could be the key to your content marketing strategy, if you will or your loyalty-driven strategy or whatever, mm -hmm. as long as there's something there. So think about, we talked about like Starbucks rewards program. Yeah, You could create a rewards program for something like that. But you got to remember, first thing, you've got to build this audience. You can't just go out and launch something and say, hey, yeah, great. We've got a new token or we created all these NFTs. So for every 
NFT that people are seeing that's successful out there, there's a thousand that aren't. Yeah. 99% of the NFT projects out there don't get any traction at all. They're just sitting out there because why? Because they didn't build their community, their audience first. You have to do that first. So this is secondary. So I guess if you're thinking about getting into it first, build your audience. And then you could say, where does web three play in this? And where can I take my relationship with my customers to the next level? Okay, perfect. So for the listeners, agencies, um, I think at the minimum, what you can do is work with the clients that have today some sort of a community and dig into this and see if it's relevant for them to, for your clients, for you to help them to create a token-based economy for their community uh, in a way that benefits the community, like you said. So let's say I want to learn more. And this is, you know, we touched on this for 20 minutes. It's a universe. Like you say, you've been in the rabbit hole for a year. Yep. You have the Creator Economy Expo coming up in May, right? What, if I come, will I get more sense into this? What, what can yeah. I expect? Absolutely. I mean, so, so where we're a little bit different than most other um, people talking about the Creator Economy is we, we focused less on platforms, less on the YouTubes of the world, less on rented land, and more on how you can build your own property, if you will, be that real estate agent. Uh, how can you can build your blog, your newsletter, your podcast, how you can create direct relationships, first party opt-in relationships with your customers. And then you could figure out where does Web3 fit? So basically I'll give you an idea of what we're doing. We got four tracks. One is how do I build an audience? Second one is how do I drive revenue from that audience? Third is how do I content operations? How do I operate it that it's going to make sense? What people do I need? Uh, what's my timing, what resources, what technology do I need? And then the fourth one is Web3. Should I look at social tokens? Does it make sense for my business? Should I use NFTs? Does that make sense for my business? Mm -hmm. um, what's, a, what's a DAO, decentralized autonomous organization? Is that a thing? It's a, so, I mean, <laughs> we're getting crazy, but we're really at stage one. And I don't, the last thing I want to do is push this new web three thing on people that aren't ready for it. That's why the first thing we want to talk about is how do you build this audience? How do you deliver ongoing value to your customers and prospects? That's going to take your business to the next level. Then let's yeah. look at where web three fits. Okay. So when, when is it and where is uh, it? Yeah. Thank creator economy expo, uh, May 2nd to 4th, uh, 2022 at the Arizona grand resort in Phoenix. Uh, we're limiting it to 500 people for obvious reasons, because it is not a easy environment to run an event uh, during COVID times, but uh, we're gonna run a, as safe event as possible, keep it limited and uh, and we'll go from there. So it should be really, we just launched our, our first round of speakers. We're super excited about kind of a different take on every, the, the frustration that I have is, is a lot of the outlets talk about the creator economy. And the first thing they lead with is, Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. And it's the creator economy is about the content creator and the right. content creator's audience. The platform is a tool. It's not all about the platform. We'll use them if we can, but we don't want to be reliant on those platforms because they change the rules at any time, as we've talked about last time. And we want to make sure, hey, what do we need to do to build a business long-term? A hundred percent. And if I'm a creator or a digital marketer, like the people listening to us now that is also dealing with content all the time, 
I can register at the tilt.com, right? And I, I get right. weekly information from you. You got the two, e two email, yeah, the tilt.com, two email newsletters a week. We go through what's going on in the creator economy, how you can build an audience, how you can drive revenue. And the, and the thing we do the most of is we put case studies in there. We talk about uh, small businesses that are really uh, don't have a lot of resources, but they're building audiences. And we tell you kind of break down that uh, process on how they do it. And uh, that's our job. So every Tuesday and every Friday, we send you out a note and um, hopefully get you going in the right direction. I love it. Joe, as usual, you've been very helpful. Really, I'm, when I'm asking you questions, some of the questions you think maybe I'm asking in a, in a very uh, naive way because I'm asking for the audience. Sometimes it's so. But in this specific case, I'm really, I feel like I'm on moving sands all the time. Yep. So even though maybe you answered something for me, I, I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'll ask it again just to make sure I'm getting it. Um, especially the practicality, like you said, the, the use cases and the case studies of, okay, I get the concept, but it's hard for me to visualize how that come into play in, in this community and this type of company. Yeah. Is it relevant just for e-com? Can I use it for brick and mortars in some way? Like you said, with Starbucks. So that's, that's very helpful. Um, so I'm excited. I think I'm going to come uh, for your, to your awesome. event. That'll be great. We can actually see each other face to face. That'll be yes. <laughs> we'll but, do but, we'll almost act like real people. Uh, it's crazy. Oh. We'll go back to three years the way we used to act three years ago. Maybe is is this the metaverse? What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like the matrix. Exactly. Uh, cool. Thank you, Joe. Thank awesome. you for being Thank with you. Us. That was great. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where we provide the information you need from successful leading marketers to build and grow your digital marketing agency. Your host has been Inamar Shafir, founder and CEO of Umbrella, the technology platform and brand that is powering thousands of marketing agencies around the country. Find him at UmbrellaUS.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.